Listen up, all marketing school fam. I know you have so many ideas in the head of yours, yet struggling to find the time and accountability you need to make marketing work smarter for you. Which is why I want to remind you of our All Access Pass and All Marketing School course library. Think of it as your treasure trove. Pack with our self-paced masterclasses and workshops, tactics and templates, specifically created for marketers like you who aim to channel their superpowers for good. But hey, what's even more exciting is that you're not just getting courses, you're stepping into a whole new world. It's a place where you're surrounded by your passionate community of marketing rebels, which are kind of like your cheerleading squad. Let's be honest, marketing can be a complex puzzle, but we're here to eliminate the guesswork. We're offering you tried and tested tactics to sharpen your strategy. Depending on the plan you choose, you can look forward to full access to our self-paced courses, project submission and feedback opportunities, our expert workshop library, as well as monthly upskilling series and weekly tactics that will really help you stay updated and get accountability when it comes to actually making some progress in your work. We also have monthly office hours, workshops, expert panels, and sprints. So you will be able to access our whole template vault with ready-to-use Notion, Canva, and Google templates, making your life easier. Oh, and did I mention our swipe files and the community matchups? Oh, and the quarterly live deep dives, which are actually valued at £247, but they're included for you and your membership. Well, all this knowledge, community, and more is just a click away. If you want to join us, simply head to amschool.click slash library. That's amschool.click slash library. On with our episode. Welcome to Alt Marketing School. We are proudly bringing together a new wave of marketers, just like yourself. We want to provide you with the skills to speak to your audience perfectly. Empower clients with winning strategies to market their brands, champion their values, and make a positive impact in the online world. My name is Fab, and I'm your host. May the class begin. Hello. Good morning, Becca. How are you? Good morning, Becca. (laughs) Hello. How are you? That is my answer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh no. It's one of those weeks. I think I'm really grateful. I'm I'm a book is coming out. It's an amazing thing. But oh boy, oh boy, isn't my life literally revolving around that thing? And then on top of it, it's not like I've stopped doing everything else. <laughs> this is where we're at. So um that's my answer. That's how I am doing. How are you doing? I am good. I have I don't know, I've just been in a oh what do you call it? Like a whirlwind. I, a whirlwind is a thing, but that's not what I mean. But just this week has been busy with just stuff. Wow, I'm being really vague, aren't I? <laughs> but no, lots of like, I've been doing a lot of ad campaigns this week for some clients. So I've been in, I feel like I live in LinkedIn at the moment. Like, I when I shut my eyes, I just see the LinkedIn interface of the ads manager. So so you're actually doing a lot of LinkedIn ads. That is, that's interesting as well. Yeah, I am at the moment. 
it feels like they've all come at once though like and that that's why i'm i'm a bit like oh wow okay yep i need to do this and this and this and like pretty sure i had a dream about it the other day as well <laughs> no you don't want to start dreaming about linkedin ads that doesn't sound like the best way to actually wake up in the morning and be like i just did another eight hours can i yeah. cross them in for my clients that will, will they accept that exactly i think you haven't been a marketer that hasn't happened at least once in your life where you literally started doing work in your sleep and you're like can i build them that yeah it's like does that count can that count please because <laughs> I feel a bit that way also when it comes to social I was doing my usual you know my usual comfy roundup look at what's going on and um, actually funnily enough LinkedIn was among the three platforms that have been growing quite steadily in a way that was basically almost almost surprisingly for the past three months yeah the quarters for three months so we had obviously LinkedIn for engagement perspective not just growth probably have seen Pinterest, which I keep saying is going to keep growing. People just need to realize that. And Snapchat. But I give no toffees about Snapchat. Okay, maybe it's me, but I literally, it's the only one that I tried. Mm. I can't. I just can't. I'm I'm pretty much with you on that, to be honest. I keep up with the occasional, like, if they do something big in terms of, like, the ad offerings. I'm like, oh, okay. But just doesn't come up enough and and you know certainly in what i'm doing day to day the kind of clients i have they're just not interested in it and you know i think we both know there's still a huge audience on snapchat that you could you could get into and and i'm sure you could run really successful campaigns as many people do but it is one that just feels like mm, compared to what else is out there at the moment and what the other platforms are doing kind of just falls by the wayside a little bit i agree and i think I was loving, I was reading through some of what the reporter was saying, and it's interesting when they were looking at the actual research. Snapchat is growing in the way that people are potentially using it and watching, and so the user base is there active. But then there wasn't, I think, any any data or examples of how brands then are tapping into that as much, whereas you would see, for example, on TikTok, that focus. So marketers are still probably like, okay, what am I going to do with that? You know what I mean? I think it's um, it's almost like this is me obviously going from, as as we both said, not necessarily an aficionado. Uh, but I, for example, wouldn't, in fact, to choose for a similar audience uh, between the Snapchat and TikTok, I will always choose TikTok. You know what I mean? Definitely. Definitely. I think Snapchat, although it's been around a lot longer, it felt like a sort of slow burn. You know, for such a long time, it was just organic. And that was probably when it was in its peak, you know. And now, yeah, there are ad options, like people do get success from it, but TikTok has just come into such popularity so quickly. They're rolling out so many different ads, like even this week, they've announced a new type of ad. And I think that as a marketer is just so much more appealing because it's like, oh, this is a platform which is actively changing and keeping up so quickly. And I think Snapchat, unfortunately, was a a social media network which kind of did set a few trends that you know instagram had copied but it didn't adapt very quickly after that whereas tiktok has shown that they're they're on the ball they they're kind of keeping that momentum going and also again then we'll stop talking about snapchat as i'm an i'm an old lady that's what i sound like when i'm talking about snapchat which is probably not ideal but also from what what i used it again putting my hands up 
very limited usage because it was literally draining my battery and my storage. And I was like, uh-uh, Snapchat, you're getting out. Literally, that's why I did that. But I remember that I saw it almost a lot as a way for people to communicate, you know, like you kind of send snaps also to your friends, your friends kind of like message you. And I was like, that's that's fine. That's great. I'm glad that that's what, how people are using it. But again, then in that case, it's almost like, for example, TikTok on the other way, it was more about discoverability and following um, and not just following from the day one. And that obviously helps with the expectations. It doesn't mean that people are not chatting, but definitely you wouldn't think about sending it to people as much. It's also a lot about the discoverability and sharing it with the world a bit more. That's kind of how I see it. And then I'll stop being an old woman. I Yeah, I think that I know. So I've got um, a younger cousin and she uses Snapchat as her primary communication app. So what about yourself? What what has caught your eyes in the past week? Well, we all know that I love TikTok. And this week they have announced a new ad type that you can use on the platform. And I'm very excited about it because it's going to mean so many opportunities for clients and it is a lead generation ad so yeah exactly you might have seen similar on um, linkedin or instagram on facebook like it's quite a regular type of ad but it's one that tiktok didn't have yet and so i've been looking through at like the screenshots that tiktok posted like this is how it works this is what you can collect like it will fill their email their name the number like all the normal stuff Granted, like I'm getting quite hyped about this, but it's just great because I feel like, you know, what we were just saying as well about TikTok has that momentum to keep adding things. And this is just going to be a great way to prove to brands as well, who might still be a bit undecided whether TikTok is worth putting, um, you know, budget into. And I would say that this is an example of, yes, it is a good like place to focus your attention and it can be so, so powerful as well. And also, you know what I love about that type of ad is an ad also that was, or still is, I guess, in Facebook ads. But when they recommend it to me, especially, I mean, to be honest, when, when I do Facebook ads, I mainly think, hopefully people will see on Instagram. They also see on Facebook, but I know that our audience is more on Instagram if I'm doing it for myself. And that lead generation ad, obviously they might change it a bit because I haven't looked at it in a while, but it doesn't appeal to me as much. The one that I've seen on Facebook, I, I saw and I was like, it's a bit clunky. And then sometimes also I don't like that you have to add automatically maybe the Facebook email, which for a lot of us is as old as it gets. So I'm a bit like, eh, I never really wanted to jump on that one. I was like, nah, I'm not going to use you actually. I'm going to go for like a simple, if it's lead generation, it's going to be my way. So I'm going to direct people to the place. So I think it's really interesting because there's so much potential and it's so important even for brands to be able to, you know, grow their database. And I think Facebook had the idea as well, but I personally, I didn't like jump at me as much, whereas I could see working better on things like LinkedIn or TikTok, for example, because of the way that it can work. And especially because it can be a bit more dynamic, I guess. Yeah, completely. And I would say as well, adding on to that, one thing I've noticed with other types of ad on TikTok is the difficulty in getting people off of TikTok. So if you want to direct them to a landing page, your landing page can be the best landing page ever. You can have the best ad ever because of the nature of TikTok and it being so addictive and so immersive, getting people to actually go, oh yeah, I will click off and go visit wherever is one of the biggest challenges that I found with ads. So I think this is gonna mean that you can run ads and kind of take away that problem. It's like, it doesn't matter if they don't 
actually make it to your landing page, you've still got their details and then, you know, you can do all sorts of stuff with that. So I think this is a really good way of TikTok kind of acknowledging basically, yeah, our users are addicted. So here's another way to target them, you know, that sounds really bad, but it's kind of true, you know. I think it shows how dynamic they can be as well. Like, I, I think it really shows their understanding on how to tap into the audience by their behaviors and trying to make it as easy for them as possible, which is kind of key. Actually, talking about other platforms, just to kind of segue into other platforms doing exciting things, which probably you know already, Facebook CEOs, which if you don't know who it is, is Mark Zuckerberg, had a chat with, oh my God, how do you pronounce his name? Is it Adrian Mossi from Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the chief and then a chat, apparently a live chat, and they talked about the creator economy, which I found obviously quite interesting. But on that, they actually talk about the upcoming ideas of new ways for the creators both to make money with actual potential creator shops, which obviously will probably be more like affiliate style, yes, which for us, especially as Creative Impact, we class ourselves more as creators, the business because actually we do have loads of affiliations with other people, not just our own products. And also what was interesting as well, uh, there was something else. And also a couple of more elements, including the one that caught my eyes, is a better tool to uh, encourage influencer and brand collaborations. And I think that can be really smart because there was an idea that you could do it about, I read it in 2019 and then things probably, reels came, I think, priorities shifted. But I know that it was in the pipeline and I was thinking about it. And obviously, for context, for my background, uh, creative impact, when I started, obviously, it was bloggers. So influencer marketing has been one of the things that I naturally became quite uh, proficient in just because I had to. And obviously, we work with different platforms. We even had our own influencer marketing platform at the time, interestingly enough. And I know of different platforms. And obviously, it's great, but I'm thinking... If you're a brand and you can actually use directly Instagram because you want only to have those collaborations natively on Instagram, I think platforms like Instagram or TikTok even, maybe in the future, are doing something really smart if that's where you're going because basically then you're telling people just come here, you can do everything in the platform. It means people are going to use Instagram over something else. And also from a brand perspective, if I were to do it, it would be almost like simpler because you can directly talk to the person but also you have a level of more professionality all within one place yeah completely I think that's one of the biggest challenges that sometimes brands face is I know that I want to collaborate but I don't know how to go about it there are so many different routes do you go directly do you go through an agency it can be really confusing and I think often people don't know what the appropriate steps are either within a collaboration so if Instagram can make it a place within the within the app within the social platform that lays it out really clearly and like these are people that you might gel well with like they work in this industry and this is what you need to do and this is how the collaboration will work like i'm even thinking about things like you know the paid partnership tag i feel like there's still a bit of a like sometimes confusion of like, oh, how does that work? Or what do I need to do? And so this feels like a way to tie it all together and, and make both creators and brands feel like, yep, we're ticking all the boxes, we're doing it properly. And it's gonna have hopefully a really you know, positive result for everyone involved. Because I, I love what you said there because it sounded to me the natural progression because they started introducing these tools, but I can almost see what happened in the little, little brains. Then, then 2020 happened and maybe that was in the pipeline, but then, uh oh pandemic 
And then, you know, the way that people started interacting with apps change. And I think because of TikTok, because of like video and live as well becoming so big, I almost feel like that side of things, the creator economy side of things, like halted a bit because it was already there from the Instagram perspective. Creators have been on Instagram for a long time. It's not like LinkedIn potentially or, or Clubhouse or Substack. And so I really find that that has been uh, almost what has changed. And it's kind of like, okay, we put it on hold, but now it's time to bring it back. So I'm really interested to see in how and what they're going to develop within it, because I think that's going to be quite a nice kind of like progression. Yeah. And um, actually, I did you see the Instagram live? My, it's quite a minor update, but the ability to go, I think you can mute yourself and turn off your camera if you're appearing on a live. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> I haven't had it yet. And I was doing a live earlier and I was like, with a lovely lady, I'm, I'm doing a couple of lives for the festival coming out, uh, obviously at the time I'm recording next, in the next couple of weeks. And I was just like, I just wish you could do that. Commute yourself that you're not making any noise. Maybe the camera down, camera not down, that could be interesting. But I'm thinking that makes it so much nicer because you can definitely have a much different live experience where you're not distracting people with your face or your voice or whatever whilst that person is talking. Sorry, I literally jumped on it because I was so excited. But tell me more. I know it's minor, but tell me more. No, this is good. This is good. Well, I think it's exactly what you said. It means that the experience of watching a live will be so much better because if, you know, something happens in your environment as the as one of the people like on the live, you can control that now. You know, you don't have to go, oh, no, sorry, guys, like that background noise or whatever. You can just mute yourself or turn off your camera if you need to. And I think also from the audience perspective, it's going to be quite similar to what we're seeing across other apps. So, you know, we are going to bring up Clubhouse again, but in Clubhouse, muting yourself is such a, it's just what you do, you know, it's become a normal kind of etiquette, if, if you like. And so I, I reckon a part of Instagram's motive to do this as well is to be like, well, actually, yeah, we want to prove that this is where people should be having those kind of live conversations with the interactivity. So yeah, actually, why haven't we got a mute option? Or why haven't we got a, you know, camera off option? This should be kind of basic. So I'm glad that they're basically caught up. And I think it's going to make a much better experience for, for everyone. I also feel just to add on that, I also wonder whether the fact that they started adding more people, because they have to four people in the live, and then two of them are, I don't know, having a coffin fit. And then the other person is talking, it's probably not going to be the best experience for anyone. So I think has been, I, I literally, when you were saying that, I was like, yes, Definitely, you know, learning from what the people are doing well, as we notice, is what Instagram is really good at and Facebook. Um, and I think a combination of both things has definitely, you know, shaped that kind of decision, which I'm really happy about, as you probably could tell. Not the excitement of last week, but similar sort of excitement as well with that. Actually, just to finish off on a, on a Facebook note again, I don't know if you've seen that Facebook has officially released the name of its audio like the, the first of its audio features and options. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Because <laughs> I love that they like that they like to like to trademark things, and it just makes me laugh so much. So they call them sound bites, which I mean, ours are sound bites. So rude, stealing that from us. Anyway, I'm gonna. I'm sure the Facebook wasn't listening to marketing sound bites, even if I wish they were. But they call them sound bites, and obviously it's all like the that the testing. They're obviously you know the screenshots of what they would look like, but it's more of an experience. If I have to explain it, it's the soundbite itself is one of the features, right? And it feels pretty much like a fleet. 
almost. Okay, so just to give you an idea, when you look at it as well, so in the in the newsletter, oldmarketingschool.com slash join, you can read the newsletter for the week, as always, and you can even subscribe, please and thank you. And when you see that, you will see there's a link of actually to show you what the sound bites do look like. They're almost like a story without the, the video. So it's a mix between a fleet and a story. It also looks like the soundbite will have, or some soundbites can have a transcription, so you can listen and also read what the person is saying. So it's almost like you're going out and you're having a genius moment of wisdom that you want to share with your audience. And I'm kind of wondering whether the soundbites are going to be, it's not sure yet, part of the story's experience or something separate or how they're going to fit in. But that's the first one. Then there's other elements, but that's the one that caught my eye out of the different audio options they're exploring. I am very intrigued by this, especially where it will come into play from a user perspective. So like you say, will it be part of the story's experience? Will they create another widget somewhere on the screen for like sound so it's separate from the video? I don't know, but I think that's quite good. I, I almost, again, feel a little bit bad for all the other social media apps because it feels like kind of, you know, copying a tiny bit perhaps. But I do think, you know, there is a time and a place for audio only sound bites, as they're going to be called. And especially, as you say, like if you have a kind of spontaneous thought that actually, oh, yeah, this is too short to be in a podcast or I don't want to do a clubhouse session on it or Twitter space session on it, but I want to share it without actually production of like creating a video, then perfect. Like this is your solution. But I don't know. I'm, I guess part of me would be a tiny bit skeptical of would people are people looking for this kind of content on facebook or or not i don't know what do you think i just love this i this image of the developers or the product development team throwing everything at the kitchen sink just literally be like yes you know what i have this great idea let's try this feature let's try this feature if it doesn't work we're gonna discontinue people won't remember it this is me again, not being all this time. This time is conspiracy theory hat, the one that we introduced last week, kids. Just ding. Um, but that's how I find it sometimes when I'm thinking about how they're developing some of these uh, changes. Because I agree, I'm, I'm kind of thinking, okay, you don't want to necessarily go down as one of the first options there are of obviously creating a clubhouse style room. Fine. As I said, as you said, that's probably where these tweaks in the Instagram live are coming in because that's probably where most people will join live fine I'm happy with that and so they were like we're going to try something else still introducing the audio and as you said where are we going to put it why would people want it and how is it going to enrich the experience instead of just give us more things so I'm not sure whether it's going to be introduced so one of my again conspiracy theory hat speculations is going to be that potentially they could even think about introducing it as a type of story again you know they've got all the different like create and obviously the reels, but they're separate. So maybe it could even be that they're going to move it into onto Instagram first, because I feel that's where it could work really well. And then have it as an option for people to just kind of say something and share something instead of using the Threads app, which is really good as an app to show you uh, the actual captions. You can use it for the auto captioning, which is quite helpful. And um, that could be a really interesting thing as well. This is speculation, by the way, I have no idea, but I'd, otherwise I really don't know how they're going to introduce it in a way that actually people are going to be wanting to try it. 
I think as you were saying that, I could picture like an Instagram profile and I'm thinking, are they going to add another tab? You know, <laughs> we've got irregular posts, we've got IGTV, we've got reels. Let's just chuck another one in there for all your sound bites. I could definitely see them doing that. But yeah, I, I do think there's a place, maybe, but I don't know. Is this what, we, is this what like enough people need right now? What I will say is, you heard it here first, if you do see something coming up, especially like an extra tab from some people, you're like, mm, they said it, Beck and Fab mentioned it. To be honest, another thing that I'm looking forward to, just to kind of round it up, is as a small update to be like the live, is actually allowing everyone to have a, a 60 second reel. Because some people now can, I see some people have reels of 60 seconds. I'm not in that lucky, lucky bunch. And I will be honest, uh, she's shaking her head as well. I, I don't really see much place in like normal video feed posts anyway. And I kind of enjoy actually being able to have a bit more time in my reels because the, the 15 and 30 seconds, that's probably why TikTok also started you know, with that, with the 60 second. It just allows you, it's just about enough to actually get something in. So I'm really looking forward to be able to access that because it's just a little update that I think will probably enrich that. Obviously, it's probably allowing us to get away from the video feed because now that's the only option to have something around a minute. And also another question, which I think they talked about in the live stream that we mentioned earlier, which probably we'll explore later on, but would be what is the future of things like IGTV? That's kind of where I'm kind of going. We talked about it before. We, we hinted at it, but I'm kind of wondering when that rolls out as well, and it's just kind of understanding, like, is it just going to be, as we said, like, where lives live after they've been happening, but also how many people watch that live replay. There's a lot of things that I'm kind of wondering about when it comes to that. And I think only time will tell because of how, how our habits are going to change in the next couple of months. I completely agree. I think it's going to be very telling for the rest of 2021, 20, how things pan out. And especially, I, I feel like, social media platforms, all of them have had an opportunity for the last year. They've been able to, you know, guarantee, oh yeah, everyone's at home, they're not going out. So let's do everything we can to capture them. And now I think they're gonna have to, you know, work really, really hard to make sure people stay on there. And things like an IGTV, like there's nothing wrong with them, but that's quite a lot of time. If you are rewatching a live even, it's a lot of time to take out of your day. So I am with you, I'm very excited to get 60 second reels, please come soon. <laughs> and then, you know, that's a great way of being able to create content and consume content, which is short, snappy. Like I can, I can watch that anyway, you know, IGTV and it's like, oh, well, I don't have time for that. So, you know, never gonna watch it. <laughs> I think there's a place for, for example, like a beauty tutorial, like a makeup tutorial. Yes, okay, fair enough. Even a recipe, like you get five minutes to actually follow along, but. It has its place, but I think it's going to become more and more refined in a way. Because um, unless you're doing literally a masterclass on IGTV, which I wouldn't recommend just for lead generation purposes, then you are probably going to want to think about what type of content you have there. So I agree, it's going to be quite interesting. Guys, we want to hear from you as well, as always. I want to hear what you're thinking, what are some of your favorite updates, if there's anything else that we're missing. As a reminder, oldmarketingschool.com slash join. You can read out the latest newsletter. It's got a lot of these bits of news we talked about. If you want to obviously ask us any questions directly, I am at Fab Giovanetti, F-A-B-G-I-O-V-A-N-E, double T-I, 
on social. Becca, where can, can we find, find me you again? At Becca Social across all of the platforms. Thank you so much, guys, and we'll see you again next week. Thank you so much for listening. Head to allsmarketingschool.com to find out more about the topics that we covered in this week's class. If you want to make your teachers happy, then hop onto iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh, and don't forget to spread the love on Instagram at Alt Marketing School. Until next time.